welcome to the Firewolf Podcast. My name is Christy Bellich and today's episode is going to be really fun. I had a really beautiful chat with one of my spiritual, my spiritual sis, uh, Miss Kristen Bailey, who is having her solar return this week. So, We had a little solar return and lunar return chart reading. So if you love everything, all things astrology, this episode gets incredibly deep into the pool of Kristen's upcoming solar return chart. Now, just a little side note. um, I think I explained everything on the podcast, but your solar return chart is basically your chart at which the point of your sun sign your natal sun sign gets back to where it was when you were born so it's technically a birthday but it's the exact degree of your sun sign so usually it's probably the day before your actual birth date that your solar return happens but you know you can tell somebody happy solar return for their birthday too. Um, And so your solar return chart is really important because it's going to set you up with kind of a map of the next 12 months ahead. And your lunar return chart is basically your monthly moon chart because we all experience our lunar return once a month, generally, uh, give or take. And this is just a really fun episode so i hope you all enjoy have a great weekend and i'll be back with more episodes i have some really fun episodes uh that are on schedule for this weekend and this week i'm just kind of picking up a new schedule so i hope i hope you like the podcast take care hello hi hi i'm so excited how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited. We've been wanting to do this one for a while. I know. And I apologize for all the Mercury retrograde. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> I get it all day long. But I do want to say, so Kristen, you were on the podcast today. I, w- I have your birthday information. Let me know um, what... You know, I, I don't want to share your, I already have your chart, but mm-hmm. let me know what you want restricted and what, you know, if there, if there's anything Go to it. it. Okay. Go <laughs> I, for it. I just, I just want to make sure. So happy birthday. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You know, when you get a little bit older like me, it just really doesn't matter that much anymore. Like it used to when you're young and you want to go out and get all crazy but nobody's getting crazy for their birthday this year unless it's in the confines of their own home (laughs) no this year it's all about uh maybe it's all introspective solar returns this year yeah I think so I'm really feeling that so I'm super super excited to find out what we have in store so I have all the charts open right now so if you hear the the noise it's just me on the computer because okay. um, I got the big screen up. Um, Ooh. <laughs> so let me ask you. So you, um, 
we're asking about lunar returns as well. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you know about solar and lunar returns? Not a whole lot. That's one of the reasons why I'm so excited to find out. Okay. So you have such a, oh gosh, like girl, it's like you knew. So what's interesting (laughs) is every 30 days or so we have what's called a lunar. Our lunar return is when the moon returns to the point of our natal chart moon. So that we have a lunar return every month. Okay. And every every month we have like a mini month lesson of that month. And then our solar return is the point at which the sun returns to the exact degree of our sun sign. So Oh my gosh. So okay. for you, your your moon is at um let me open your natal chart, twenty three to twenty three degrees of Pisces, and your moon is in your fourth house of home and family, hmm. conjunct your nadir or your IC, which is really the deepest part of your chart. So. It makes because you're a cancer sun, it makes you extra can it makes you extra watery in your home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody in my home could disagree with that statement. <laughs> and home is really like you do have a chart of somebody that you know, I work with a ton of cancers and I work with mainly cardinal sign people. Um, mainly Cancers and Capricorns throughout my life, and and Aries too. Um, But with you, you're definitely somebody who energetically does need to have a very homey space that's very protected because of the Pisces moon on your nadir um, Mm. in general. So for a lunar return, for example, 23 degrees of Pisces Every single month is going to have a different chart. So for this upcoming month, it's so interesting because your lunar return is on the 10th of July at 8.15 a.m. in the morning. So at that time, that is when the moon will be at 23 degrees of Pisces. Now you're having a, you just, you're not even quite there. You're having, because Neptune's also retrograde as well, Mm -hmm. but you're having a Neptune-Moon conjunction in um, your fourth house on very close to your nadir. So that's, that can be a spirituality at home is where you seek. And I mean, you know, I know you, I know you're extremely spiritual um, and it's, it's also extremely, extremely, um, you know, it's it's a time of growth for spirituality. For people that are not spiritual, what usually happens with this transit is they can also go through a lot of addictive phases. So say you were um, going through certain elements of your life. For some people, that could be escapism mm-hmm. or, you know, losing themselves in the waves. But for you, you're in the wave. And because your moon is there, um, your lunar return this year and your solar return are on the same exact day, Kristen. That's it's, crazy. It's in. It's so hilarious. It's like <laughs> it's 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 rare. 
you know, it's a rare, it's rare for, um, for something this, for, I, I honestly feel like it's spiritual because your lunar return is at 8.15 in the morning. Your solar return is at 9.09 p.m. Or actually, you know what I need to do? Uh, I always do this. Hold up. They're still <laughs> on the same day, but I need to reset the city. I, I set it to 29. And I oh, need okay. to set it to Boise. Your natal chart is still the same. It might change it, but it's going to change things by an hour. Hour. But let, it's going to change the houses. So let me just make sure. Um, we haven't gone over the houses yet. We just went over your natal house. So let's pattern until I get these settings changed. <laughs> How's it going? It's going good. You know, I I feel like this year I'm 38. Holy shit. But it's really not that old at all. Like, I really feel like I'm so excited to get older where a lot of people like you, if you would have asked me this 10 years ago, it would have been like the worst day of my life, you know, or just, you know, um, I feel like getting older is a privilege and it, um, when we get wiser and we learn and it, I look at it completely differently than how I did before, definitely before my Saturn return. Well, I don't think you're old at all for one thing. <laughs> uh, I think the best is yet to come. That's right. I look at myself like a fine wine. <laughs> I just talked to somebody about I had a read I did a reading before recording today and I used that phrase <laughs> for their chart. I was like, you're a fine wine. Like there's we are in we're in a time where it's did this also change to Boise? Let me just make sure. We're in a time where these like there's no age limit for anything. And right. It it can feel scary because of the pressures of our family, but it's it really you your chart is really going through this awakening, and it's and so here's the time frames. I apologize. Okay. No, you're good. So Always. it does it just change it significantly. Oh, it does. <laughs> oh wait, I have to Mercury, Mercury. Oh, Mercury, where art thou, Mercury? Right. Lordy, lordy. It took me back into June. <laughs> I was like, oh, do you mean her? Well, maybe that's what Mercury wants me to see right now. Okay, let's go back into June. It took me to your lunar return in June. So let's take a peek at your lunar return for this month um, before we get into your lunar return for July. So for June, your lunar return in June was on June 13th, set for Boise, mm -hmm. Idaho, at 1.05 a.m., and what I like to do is look at the house that your moon is set in. So you are going to crack up when I tell you what house your moon is in for the month of June. Seven. Your moon, the, the first. Oh, gosh. The first being, house? Being seen, yes. <laughs> of course. Of course. So for your lunar return, which it goes until, so it's, 
sometimes, you know, depending on the month, it's within one or two days. So we know that your next one is going to be on July the 10th. Mm -hmm. But from June 13th, you know, you still got a couple of days of this first house lesson. You had a moon, Neptune, and Mars conjunction in Pisces in your first house. So that is actually square that was square the sun in Gemini. So even though your lunar return cycle for that month is saying, hey, girl, we're out in the first house. You're feeling real vulnerable. You're feeling like a puddle of water right now. Square the sun can be a lot of confusion. And it was in your fourth house. That sun was in your oh, lunar definitely. return. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So... There is supposed to be confusion, but I like that all points are right now kicking up a little bit of waves in your first house or in Mm -hmm. that first house. So let's set it and always stop me because when I get into reading modes, I get really like, that's when my Aries kicks up. Yeah. I like that Um, about you though. (laughs) Straight to the point. Okay. Let's get this lunar return for the month of July. Boise, Idaho. I'm double checking. So for you, it's the it is the hour difference. It's at 9.15 a.m. July the 10th. And this is set changing. Uh you're gonna be that Neptune Moon conjunction's just go it's gonna keep influencing you but right now right now that neptune moon conjunction is going to be in your lunar return eighth house so Mm. let me it doesn't have a terrible connect like if it had that mercury if it had anything square to the eighth house i would be like you know but right this is the this is the same day as your solar return that's so crazy. a huge piece of this lunar return is setting you on the track of the solar return. I kind of see it as a selenite wand at the beginning of the day on your chart okay. with the moon. And then you're taking that selenite wand and you're entering your solar return. And that is going to be at 10.09 p.m. Um, Write that so down. <laughs> Uh, central time is that central time so we're mountain time mountain time so we're, um we're an hour before central so mountain time 10 9 p.m boise idaho and we'll get into the nitty-gritty of your solar return because with your lunar return i look at the house the lo- the moon is in i also right. look at the influence with the solar return i look at the house that everybody's in but it's mm-hmm. Especially where your sun sign is at. Okay. So let's think of this selenite wand moving through your eighth house for the month of July. You know, from the 10th of July to we'll look at your August lunar return as well. But, um, you know, it's sextile um, Pluto and Jupiter, which your moon is having this grand great awakening with the conjunctions oh gosh with your, okay but mm-hmm. this is for the year okay. so tw- 2020 in general your moon neptune your moon neptune mm-hmm. 
um, with that Neptune already outer influence is getting that sextile from Pluto um, and Jupiter and Jupiter. So, and if I say things wrong, I've been saying things backwards <laughs> for the, oh, you're... Whole, the whole week, but you're, you're already, here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. Cause I'm translating in my head. You have a Neptunian moon in Pisces already right. with a transit of Neptune to your moon. So it's on, it's like Neptune's on crack, basically. Yeah. It's like, you remember, and tell me if I'm digging too deep, but remember when you told me when you were um, carrying, was it carrying all of your babies Mm -hmm. that you're extremely psychic? Oh, yeah. Just crazy paranormal stuff was going on. Yeah, but I think it the- was me. It was me. It was like uh, PK stuff. That is your resonance. So Neptune resonates very, very high. And so you and you do have a chart for the paranormal realms. Like if you were somebody who went into people's houses and kind of saw the past of the house and like mm. what the the memories we're saying or whether whether it's ghosts or vibrations or memories you could you have that ability to go into a house and make sure it's a safe place you're also a portal worker so because you're a portal worker you know what's natural to you might not seem it might seem natural to you but for other people it's it's like paranormal if that makes sense right. yeah Totally. And um, I feel like that day, July 10th, is almost like a portal in itself. 710? Just between the times, because they're both on the same day, the lunar and the solar. Yeah. Between it, that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I can, I can see that as a portal. The way I kind of view it is the High Priestess card where she sits on the throne with both pillars next to her you know, on each side of her. So it's like lunar return on one side, solar return on the other side type feeling. It's really a high priestess. Yeah, for sure. And what's crazy is it's my 38th birthday and three and eight, what does that add up to? 11. (laughs) So, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. Well, I'm really excited. Hopefully something awesome happens. I'm sure. Well, I mean, you know, eighth house. My stuff, birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> You're gonna party like it's a birthday. I'm playing the Powerball. That would be a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, you know, with that eighth house, it is a gambling house. Um, there are other gambling houses that I, but I also view eighth house stuff as, you know, that is. It can be addictive patternings Mm -hmm. too. So there will be part of this solar return that is really shedding a light on the eighth house for you. So your, your personal eighth house, for example, is where you're used to the eighth house. You live in the eighth house. Your son is in the eighth house with the North Mm -hmm. node conjunct your son. Mm -hmm. And so you are working with Venus in May 
and even June, which I think it's interesting because your last lunar return was the day, you know, was very close, was kind of working with that Venus retrograde sort of vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So a huge piece of this is you were going through Venus healing, and now that's very seventh housey. Now you're kind of entering a lot of eighth house stuff. Entering the unknown. Underworld unknown. I am. And so here's something that I do want to point out. So any questions at all before I head into your solar return? No, like you, you're on point, girl, as always. So with the solar return, and I taught, I taught, uh, I think we talked about this before, but with each house of the solar return, that's the month from your birthday. So you, you we have 12 houses and you yep. count from the house all the way around, and that's each month of the year. Okay. So, so and you're born um, kind of mid-July, so I usually say when I count over, I just say the date to help me with timing because mm-hmm. it just gets – so your solar return sun at 19, Gemini – or excuse me, Cancer. See? Mm-hmm. There's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> Cancer. <laughs> Um, is in the sixth house. Okay. Huge. Huge stuff. Service, balance, karma. I think it's in it. And the thing is, though, because you have, and it's the work with karma. So a lot of times, if I'm going to equate it to a card, six of diamonds. Oh, yeah. This is a six of diamonds mm-hmm. energy. Or six okay. six of pentacles in the in the rider weight. So she your financial s- responsibility. Yes, absolutely. Now, you know, I'm pushy and I say things um as an Aries, you know, this is a year for you to work on business. This is the nitty gritty of the business. This is website stuff. Um mm-hmm. this is those little details that we work on and I'm going and I, and we're, you and I are very much going through the same thing, same time. Um, mm-hmm. We're like, we're the KB team, <laughs> but yeah. KMB. <laughs> the KMB team. See, this is why, <laughs> this is why synchronicity is so fucking real. This right? is like, it's undeniable. It's uncanny in every way. <laughs> there are no coincidences, period. None. Yes, the KMB team. So for you, for you, what I what I really love is, you know, you have this morning 23 degree lunar return. And then the moon at your solar return time reaches what's called the critical degree. Okay. So each um each uh I call it uh, states because I taught myself astrology, mm-hmm. but each, I'm going to say state because I think state of matter, like in chemistry. Right. But each, um, so say cardinal signs, for example, qual- they're called qualities, but I call them states. Cardinal mm-hmm. signs are zero degrees of cardinal. That's their critical degree. It's also called the world axis point. It's the most powerful degree of that of that quality. Okay. Fixed signs 
critical degree is 15 degrees. That's the most powerful degree of that quality. And mutable is 29 degrees. So your moon at your solar return chart is at 29 degrees of Pisces. Critical critical degree. So it's almost like, yeah, you got your lunar return this month. However, once you get through this month of, you know, the rest of July to mid-August, probably around uh, what we've got, it's re- it'll be right in the middle because we'll have a full moon on August 3rd and a new moon on August 19th in Leo. And so probably around that time of passage you're going to be full force and your you know your solar return is going to be like okay you're you're working now you're doing yeah. this work cool i'm excited cuz so, i have been in this funk i mean this is just i think we all have collectively but it's like i have all these ideas in my head and all of these things and all these things i know i need to do and like this year when it started out i was ready to go and everything has literally changed everything and i'm okay with all of it but it's just the time of it and and just being patient because there's nothing we can do to control it we just sometimes you just have to let things do their thing so i i'm just so excited to welcome any new energy and this is a a year so this is a solar return where the work is it's going to be a lot of tedious work Mm -hmm. but the good thing about this with you is I really think you're not going to have to leave home to to do it I really and I think that (laughs) and I I think that's really hard because now society is catching up to the fact that how exhausting working for somebody else actually how much of your soul you're giving away so you're doing soul work for somebody else's company Mm -hmm. and that's great for other people but not for cardinal signs usually oh hell no i mean i really felt like i was giving my soul away building somebody else's dream i mean literally that was our team slogan for our company, we build dreams. Well, I was building my own nightmare doing that shit. Never again. Mm-mm. So the day-to-day for that, and dreams are Neptunian Piscean mm-hmm. realms too. And the fact that your moon for the solar return is at the critical degree is literally getting that power for that dream because you know, Pisces is a tough moon to have, A, because Pisces is such a psychic sign, but also you need so much alone and reset time and you're such, you know, you're a Cancer, so that is the natural mother, but Cancer is ruled by your moon, so that means it takes you a long time to physically recover if you're giving too much of your energy to another person. And honor that in yourself because sixth house is also daily routines. Mm-hmm. And so it really is about getting back into your personal routine as opposed to giving your energy to someone else's routine. Now, I'm not a mother, so I honor 
and the fact that you have you know three sons (laughs) (laughs) and two of them are teenagers so that's that's that is also where your children are going to play into this is that you know your north node of your solar return is in your fifth house of your children cool so that is going to be in the sign of gemini and the thing that i love about this so you are working this energy of the mercury retrograde for the next 12 months ahead okay now I'll talk about overlapping solar returns in a bit, but we'll just, and also interrupt me because um, if you have questions, I will stop and and clarify as well. So fifth house in Gemini, does that mean I'm going to be a fun mom again? (laughs) It is, it is asking (laughs) you, that is exactly what this is asking you is to play. Good. Cause I just feel like there has not been enough of that lately you know I really and then when your kids get older they just don't want anything to do with you and I feel like I miss my kids and I'm like grabbing on to them because I know they're trying to leave me you know so that's really uh, that means a lot it's gonna be so these are your new series of eclipses so June 5th sort of gave you a taste and an idea about this new series between 2020 and a little bit into 2022 but it's more to 2020 2021 with these sort of nodes between now gemini and sagittarius and western western astrology vedic astrology will say that it's cancer capricorn western astrology i use because we are in the system of capitalism. Yeah. And- yes. We are definitely, it is Capricorn cancer. I don't care what Vedic says. No. So, I think we can't argue with the fact we've been on that cancer Capricorn axis for a while. Yeah. And Ooh. that's, that's why this has felt so heavy and Pluto is blasting. Pluto is putting, this energy on blast this year so saturn is like saturn is also the karma too but pluto was just like do you think i was gonna sit back and act quiet and be pretty (laughs) no so you know that's also why it felt heavier because june um and you know this this eclipse this past weekend in capricorn on the fifth um or the you know the fourth fifth yeah it um it was saying goodbye to those eclipses and I know on a personal level you know a lot of people texted me like hey is it okay to just have memories pop into my head no like for no freaking reason I was like eclipses girl I feel like a walking scrapbook that's all I gotta (laughs) say It has been out of control. <laughs> and I'm like even remembering like today, my sister, oh, I remembered something for her. And I'm just like, will this just ever end? It's, I know we're in retro shade and it's all like, you know, we're, we're working our way out of that. But it's still there. Let's not, let's not deny that. But it's, it's on its way out. Thank God. 
And for you, like, I love the fact, so you do have this Cancer Mercury retrograde for the year, but what I do love about it is it's in your fifth house, so it's going to be able to, the nostalgia is there for a purpose. You know, like, there's no place like home, that kind of feeling. Yeah. Uh, Cancer usually needs that nostalgia to, to really drive you. And for you, (laughs) what I also love is that Vesta, um, the asteroid of home and hearth, is also conjunct your sun in your sixth house for your solar return. So it really does mean harmony through working at home. Cool. So that That is is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The other part of it, just we're just looking at the sun and the moon right now. You know, you do have this opposition with Pluto, Jupiter, and a little bit Saturn as well. Mm -hmm. Not quite Saturn. It's more Pluto and Jupiter and also the asteroid Pallas Athena. We're going to be in your 12th house for the solar return. So let's talk about this for a second because it could be tough if... I didn't see such harmony with your sun and your moon this year. Okay. And because your moon has that critical degree, this is clearing up the past for you. So let's see. Were you, where were you in 2000? Hold on. I'm calculating in my head right now because. Da, 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 da. Where we're, okay, so this it takes you to takes us all back to two thousand and one, two thousand. But I also want to ask, where were you in like 2010, 2011? Oh gosh, um, I had just completed or was completing my Saturn return, and that was um, that was a life altering year. Actually, that was not good, but I mean. It really, that was kind of like a rebirth in a way. Oh, I see. Okay, so I'm looking at your natal chart right now. Because sometimes I have a couple charts open and I just want to make sure. So with this 12th house, Pluto, Jupiter, you're not going to really fully know the effects of it. And let me see. uh, So we have July... August is your seventh house. So mm. you have a very strong influence of contracts and partnerships in August. Mm-hmm. Eighth house, um, September. You don't have any planets in your eighth house, but Juno's in your eighth house. So again, it goes into partnership type stuff. Um, October ninth house. November 10th house, December 11th house. So January of 2021 is going to be the influence of this 12th house with the Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. Now, that does mean that the rest of the great conjunctions of the year are Mm -hmm. going to be in your Saturn or, or in your... Okay, hold on. I'm talking backwards and it means I'm going too fast. right? <laughs> but 
it does mean it's going to influence this 12th house. But the reason why this is good for you, which could be harder for other people, is you already live in the 12th house. Okay. You're a Pisces moon girl. You're a Neptunian girl. So I do want to say, you know, with the sixth house sun, this is your work. Yeah. It's liter- It's legit your work. So it could, here's where it would be a tough thing. If you were still in real estate, you would be, it would dissolve. I'm not sad about that. <laughs> this is a great so if you're doing any type of spiritual business work, so because this is sixth house, this is how you earn your earn them earn the monies. It is about doing the work legit on a daily basis. Like it's very much couple hours a day type stuff. And it is putting it on a calendar. And it is the thing that's gonna be the tough piece to this. A don't beat yourself up because Saturn is also, you know, can skirt those realms of beating yourself up Mm -hmm. just put it in your calendar for a couple hours a day of doing self of doing business work for yourself um and it's gonna be the reward in january because saturn this is 12th house capricorn stuff saturn does reward the work so even though it doesn't look it might not on a microcosm look like you know, the, the boat, the sail boat is moving in the ocean. But what I do think is January of 2021, you'll be very, you'll be as prepared as you can be because next year is bringing us Saturn square Uranus. Okay. And those are collectively, what, collectively. Okay. What does that mean? So to you civil war, whatever that oh. translates to. Uranus, yeah. Revolution. Okay, revolution. Well, we're just, we're like basically setting the stage for it right now, collectively. Yes. Oh, after the election. So, and I was going to ask you, I mean, not to change the subject, really quick. So November is 10th house stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's when the election is. And that's also... The conjunctions in November, right? Or is that? Mm-hmm. Yep, we've got a November twelfth conjunction. Okay. And that's okay. Jupiter and uh, Pluto, and that's gonna bring up. I mean, you've already the thing about solar returns is you start to feel the the wave pull you, the undertow pull you in three months out. So you're already in your solar t- return. Your feet are in the water already. Okay. But. The thing is, they kind of overlap. And this is what, um, this is actually a, a technique that my ex taught me about solar returns back in the day that really it does work out. And he taught it for me from a more mathematical perspective. But from a, an energetic perspective, I do notice this that about three months out to my solar return, it, it, I, I start to feel that pull to the house, to the new. Okay. So you're getting the nine and the one together, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, Oh, my gosh. And so you're in the 12th house in January. We are all, by the way, we are all going through 
these squares next year. And we're going through these conjunctions this year. So, I mean, there's no avoiding spiritual work after this year, period. End okay. of sentence. Yeah. I mean, for the collective. once you let that, right. And once you let that cat out of the bag, it ain't going back in. So, I mean, there's so many times I'm like, I, oh my gosh. It's like, I feel like, oh, I know too much now. So I want to turn my back and walk away, but you cannot do that. It is not possible at that point. Well, I'm going to be bossy sister. <laughs> bossy, because those videos that you sent me, the, you so for those listening, Kristen is an incredible reader and is so generous. And we do some reading trades um, just, you know, for breakfast or brunch or, and, and your readings are perfect. They're so detailed and your voice is so calming. And there are so many, I know there are so many readers on YouTube, but I, I really do truly think that even if you start small and, and understand we're I'm going through, you know, putting my face on camera, which is my feared part of my body is my face. I, Why? It's so beautiful. It's just what I'm an Aries. I'm ruled by my face. And, I get um, it. Face and head. Yeah. And and f- for you, like, you're, you are a mother where there are tarot readers out there, absolutely, that are incredible and intuitive and they're living their path. But you're a mother of three and you raised kids And there is nothing like somebody who just knows life from that perspective. Definitely changes things. I mean, (laughs) yeah. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. So, so yeah, that's – so January and then February's first house, which, um, again, is going to be influenced. So you're ascendant this year for your solar return is at three degrees of Aquarius. So Mm. let's talk about what Aquarius means. Well, my sister's in Aquarius. Okay. And no, like she, honestly, she is so wise. She's younger than me. She's your age. She's 34, but she's also nine of spades. So she's on her last stop. But anyway, yeah. Aquarius friend to man you know they really have a level head a lot of times they can be cool but almost too cool sometimes and they're also the ones who invent yes and they're, they're also linked to technology now here's the thing about your ascendant this year saturn the saturn uranus square is gonna be waking it up okay because uranus <laughs> is so it's so interesting the connection Saturn, very responsible, is co-ruled, co-rules Capricorn, Capricorn and Aquarius. Oh, but Aquarius is the non-conformist. They're the rebel. It's, they're the rebel. But they're also, if you think of all of the geniuses that invent, they generally have Uranian sort of vibes to them. So. Yeah. Aquarius actually has two homes, two home planets, Uranus and Saturn. 
And mm-hmm. in this case, you know, next year we're going through a Saturn square, Uranus, Uranus being in an Earth sign and okay. Saturn being back. Whether we like it or not, Saturn's still in Saturn's home sign. Right. So this 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 energy of the, the square is a wake up, is a shake up. Hmm. Well, I'm looking for something different. So it looks like that's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> after, after this year, you know, I think we've all realized what's actually important to us, you know, and um, kind of got to hunker down now and really go inside. I mean, figuratively and literally. But in some way, this solar return is going to pull you more out, 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 out for the rest of the year, even though we're hunkering down with these great conjunctions. I mm-hmm. think the back end of this year, it's going to be a little bit more each month. Again, this is six house stuff, just a little bit, okay. just a little bit, not fully jumping in, but just like a little bit each week or a little bit each month whatever you feel comfortable with because I really love the sun in the sixth house um I love it that's awesome the other thing is I use an asteroid lie l-i-e which I Mm -hmm. rarely talk about and the reason I use it is because I'm a Neptunian person and I have a wear my heart on my sleeve and I I use it because I work with a lot of Neptunian people. What what I believe that Sun Vesta lie is also conjunct this. So it's healing what you denied in yourself. That's how I translate it. I like that. Okay. I'm I just like got three pages of notes. I'm writing all of this down. (laughs) Any questions because I'm You're so good. (laughs) I'm gonna talk about midheaven stuff too. Because I, I want to also focus, because that's also Saturn and 10th house stuff. Yeah. So my midheaven, like, it's in 10th house. So therefore, I'm going to have, um, does that mean, like, I can't figure out what I'm going to do with my life? Kind of like how I am. Are you talking about yeah, your natal 10th house? Yeah, my midheaven. Or... Oh, um, no, it's a great midheaven to have. You have an okay impressive midhead. Like, you have... Your midheaven in Virgo, which is somebody who, I mean, that is somebody who works extremely hard. I mean, Virgo, any earth sign midheaven is a hard worker. And then you have your Mars in your 10th house and your Saturn in your 10th house, which is incredible. It just, with the house, it takes some time. Um, yeah. It's fine wine stuff. Saturn it really is not rushing into anything and you do have a chart for business partnerships as well or uh because you have a saturn in libra okay but well i've kind of always known that like anyway you know like just my nature i just feel like i either have to work alone or work with somebody else i'm not some corporate person gonna sit in a cubicle and follow orders that's not me let's see i'm just looking at anything 
in your I'm looking at your needle just to see if there's anything that's really popping out at me for next year because you know your natal's also never going away so it's right you know it's one of the main influences of your life um it's just that you have a new uh storyline starting with your solar return that's so cool and you know my aunt's birthday is july 10th which is the day before my actual birthday but the day before my soul the, the day of my returns and did you know Tesla's birthday is on July 10th also? I did not know that. Nicola, Te- yeah. True story. That's really cool. Um, well, you know, what I would say is you're healing. Okay. Oh, I see why you're having the collage. Your, your Mercury is getting the retrograde right on your Mercury in your seventh house. Um, so... One of the things, I'm going to go back to the solar return chart to be, I want to talk about this midheaven because it is important to know. And I think that Algo gets a terrible rep in the astrology world, but you mm-hmm. have your midheaven at 27 degrees of Scorpio, which sets up your 10th house, which is uh, November now, the influence of I've had this exact degree for a midheaven for a solo return. Did you say 27 or 29? Okay. I'm sorry, I'm writing it. 20, uh, 27 degrees Scorpio. Okay. Conjunct okay. Isis the asteroid. Hmm. Beautiful. Which is, you know, the high, priest, high priestess stuff. Yeah. And if you were not, it gives you a grand trine in water between your sun, your moon. And your midheaven for the year, which A, makes you extremely psychic, but B, I'm glad that you have a sixth house sun for the year because say you had like a fifth house sun, sun, it might be a really, it might be having a grand like, trend. Like Jim Jones stuff. Like I'd just be like fanatic. It, it could be just, a, <laughs> yeah, it could influence a little bit of like, putting things off a little too long or okay. that kind of thing. Now, if, okay. it, if it, say it were another planet, now this is a point. So midheaven, it's, I think the midheaven is, the angles are so imperative to just know, but it also gives your IC, your Nadir, a conjunction with the fixed asteroid Algol, which is spelled A-L-G-O-L. Okay. Generally, Vedic astrology uses um, fixed stars. I use fixed stars. I use certain fixed stars. Algol is one of them. Okay. Now, the thing about this that's so important is there's a point called the part of fortune. It's something called an Arabic part. These are calculated parts. Mm -hmm. They are not part of your general reading. But when I see it like this, it's very important to take note of because part of fortune is how you know, great fortunate wheel of fortune type of events. Right. So this is also conjunct your Nadir with Algol. Algol's other name is Medusa. Awesome. So this gets me into patriarchal society and how patriarchal astrology has been written. Lilith, Algol, Eris, um, 
I'm trying to think of any asteroids. Black Moon Lilith um, have all been given a really shitty rep. In all, like, if you were to, if anybody were to listen to this and be like, where's my Lilith? Let me figure out where my Lilith is. You would read some terrible things. There's more about how she's a divine slut, quote unquote, right? They're like, (laughs) she's this terrifying woman. She's evil. She's a bitch. It's like, no, she's Adam's equal. Yeah, she's the first woman. Yes. So Medusa is looked at as, you know, a lot of times when algal hits an eclipse, for example, there's an explosion or a volcano or, you know, some type of thing Mm -hmm. happens. Or Eris. um, Eris is in Aries. Um, But this is 27 degrees of Taurus. So for you, this is having that strong feminine energy in your home and then put mirroring that out into your career so i know we all have gone through scorpio dark nights of the school i'd like to call them scorpionic dark nights of the soul Mm -hmm. i don't feel like this is that i don't think this is that what i hallelujah But what I do think it is, is honing the dark nights of the soul that you've gone through and using them to rise like the phoenix in your 10th house. Okay. I dig it. So the fact that you have Isis and Medusa there, I would say those are very strong symbols for the year for you, especially because Isis is conjunct your midheaven. Any questions? Because I know I. Oh, like I've. Man, you're just blowing my mind right now. Seriously. I do love that Uh, your part of fortune is there too. So I would just say also, I think it is an extra like thumbs up from the universe that you have your part of fortune there. Well, thank you. So, um. All in all, pretty good year ahead. It's going to be a lot of work year ahead. It's going to be more work than I think you've, you realize you can, like, it's almost like you can't know the criticism that comes with the sixth house. Um, the balance of that criticism, I think also is the I mean, quite honestly, I can see where Aries is in your chart, like accepting the fact that you're not alone. You have a really good second house for the year, but it is throwing some fire there, meaning like having to just be like, this is not perfect. It's still going to be submitted, submit it. It's like (laughs) that kind of thing. Um, I do feel like finances, you know, are incremental. Okay. Um, I would set up a couple of different realms of payment for yourself. I would even, like, if we're going to work on numerology, what's the numerology for 7, 
10, 20, so four, help me with math, four, okay. seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 is seven, 11, and 10. So four. So it's like a one day. It's a, so, so leadership. Yep. So that's the cool thing about having a solar return. It's usually about the day before your actual birth date. Mm -hmm. Um, It gives you that numerology as well. And then what did, what is the uh, card of destiny for the 10th of July? It's a five of diamonds. Okay. So that is um, five of pentacles. So, you know, quite honestly, this takes me back because I know you. It's you're healing Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. You're leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> just that whole realm. I, I. It's not just one time. It's it's a really it's an identity. But it, that's my. Um, but that was my education in so many ways to do what I do now, you know? Um, so, but a five of diamonds day, it's changing in values. I mean, really all fives are change or movement. So um, I think it's, but it's also the seeker of worth. That person under that, born under that day so freedom versus security and, and accomplishment because you want to be free but you've got to worry about all of your obligations and things and don't like routine and all those things but um it's about accomplishment too so and it's uh that day is situated in the neptune column in the grand spread. So that's exciting. So it's more ne- Neptunian energy. Yeah. I mean, this is a big 12th house for the year to have. It's a very powerful 12th house and it's, it's like a, having a nuclear power plant feeding your son. Basically. That's how I feel. I, I just swear I have felt it powering up. You know what I mean? Like I've just felt this shift. And I'm just ready for it because I just feel like the last two years have been so daunting and so much searching and trying to figure it all out when it's like at the tip of my tongue and I just don't know the word. That makes sense. I mean, I think with your ascendant in Aquarius this year, you know, you are going to be searching for a new identity and a lot of it, you know, play around Aquarius is changing your hair color, playing with wigs, like having like very Andy Warhol type energy, just really yeah. just being um, artistic with yourself, like, like letting yourself play, like you said, again, letting yourself have that kind of fun. Um, Pluto really wants I really am feeling this Pluto opposition. A lot of times if I were to see a Pluto opposition with somebody, it would be terrifying for some. But, (laughs) you know, for cancers, and I work with so many cancers who over the years have experienced this Pluto opposition. 
But the thing about your chart that I think is so helpful during an opposition is that you understand fundamentally duality. Mm -hmm. And that's because you're Venus in the seventh house in Gemini. Even though you have this Neptunian influence, you very much, and because of your Saturn as well, actually, in the 10th house, you understand that for every yin, there's a yang. Like, you know this innately. And that's why you're going to, I think you're going to navigate this, what could be a very tough 12th house to have. I think you're Mm going to navigate this really well. And you're not going to be alone. Well, thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. So a quick question, though. Um, So this uh, Pluto opposition that I'm going to go through, is it easy to see the last time I've had that? Was that the 10 years ago? Well, 10 years. So I'm thinking when I'm thinking about eclipses and I'm thinking about nodes uh, Pluto was early on in your 11th house and was actually, uh, you had the influence of Pluto opposite your Mercury. Okay. So this was affecting your 11th and your fifth house. Okay. And that is, you know, children. And that's also, um, siblings for you because of your Mercury. Yeah. Hold on. Um, let me open up one other piece here let me see if i'm missing the other thing that let me just see your capricorn it is you know marriages too for you and then you also with this energy you know the last you also were having a square with your uh saturn and your mars in libra so You've really been cracked open in every place that I feel a person could be cracked open. (laughs) I'm still alive. And you're here. So where I think the hardest part. Is navigating your Saturn connection with your son. Because. That is that fine wine energy. Once that's mastered, once that's understood, once you say, oh, yeah, it takes me, it's just going to take me a little longer because I'm a Saturn all under it all. You're a 10th house person. Like you're a 10th house, you're a career person. Like you're a career business driven person. And your personal business. It just takes a little bit longer because of this. You were being cracked open by Pluto. Yeah. Well, it had to be or else I couldn't do this. You know, I, I wouldn't have the understanding of so, of so many things, you know, I guess. And it's still learning and it's still experiencing all of these things that make it all what it is. But. And this isn't, I mean... In your natal chart, you have so much Pluto, Saturn. It's almost like you're, it's very powerful at the end of the day. It's like when I said that nuclear power plant energy, it's like you're feeding, you're the nucleus. That's the way I would put it. You're the nucleus. Mm. 
Well, I just really need that power, like as far as getting back in the swing of things, you know, because I just have really, I've felt um, like I'm in, I'm just dormant waiting to go. Just being patient. Trying to hone. Let me see. You'll feel it a little bit. You'll feel it lift in August for you, I think. Because what's happening right now is the lunar return, eighth house. It's not going away. When you think of a selenite wand, it's lifting up all the, the junk. Yeah. I got that gigantic selenite, like, right when you walk <laughs> in my house. <laughs> oh, I guess I really needed that. I would almost say sound stuff. I would say, if do you have any sound bowls, crystal, or any type of sound bowls? No, I don't have any of those. I you need some. You don't have to get them. You can just put on... To start, just try and play with maybe sound um, bowls type stuff and see how it makes you feel because that's the thing that's going to really help with Neptune. Okay. And I've, I've, it's kind of like if you think of uh, doing scales for singing, yeah, it kind of does that to your shock. Oh, I play the videos. Yeah, I play the videos all the time. Those, the singing bowls tibetan and i've got um my bells i was thinking gosh those bowls are super cool and they are super i know lots of people with them i just don't have any see any any final questions um for me at all regarding solar natal lunar returns oh august I want to take a peek at, I'm just going to look at the house and see if there's anything cray cray happening for your August lunar return. And what date it is and what time. You are so good. Oh my gosh. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. You just got it all going on. Good Lord. Let's see. Lunar. Let's see. Your August lunar return is August the 6th. Okay. Oh, you know what? That day, let me see. There's a lot of days in August that are double days. August 6th is real quick. Oh, that's M. Knight's birthday. (laughs) Double seven of diamonds. I knew it was something. That's so cool. Spiritual so, values. He he was this oh spiritual values signs. It's the signs. It, telling you, they're everywhere. <laughs> your um so your your lunar return will be at, in the evening that day at five eighteen p.m. Now the thing that I think is super okay yes the answer is yes so. Uh, July is a rite of passage here. Okay. And um, your lunar return on August the 6th is in the third house. Oh, wow. So that's... Gemini. 
Mm-hmm. Communication. Yep. And just for uh, reference, your sun in the lunar return of that month, uh, the sun itself, her, himself, their self, will be at uh, in your eighth house in Leo. So that's shedding lights. Mm. That's that really shiny. It's like you can't hide anymore. Okay. I'll stop hiding. Let me see. North node in that is going to be conjunct Venus. That's a big, that's a big deal in your seventh, <laughs> seventh house in, oh. uh, at the critical degree, 29 degrees of Gemini. You got a ton of shit going on, girl. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's like you're getting legit. Okay. Knocking at your door. You've got this. You've got to do this type stuff. Okay. Seventh house is relationships. It is. It can also be contracts. Cool. So more about the contracts and the relationships. Well, Venus is there. <laughs> now remember you are healing love. So if you do have somebody pop through, um most likely there's somebody you know. So it could also be uh you know Venus Let's see, August the 6th. I think you'll probably know this a little bit more around the 29th of July, quite honestly. Okay. 26th, 27th, 20th. So 26th through 29th of July. Okay. But it's I'll in North my... Node. Okay. North Node. I'll make sure I have my antennas up. Let me see if there's any like other love. I mean, you do have, I mean, Venus retrograde, this is a Venus retrograde story. It does release you from the constraints of Venus retrograde. Hallelujah. Yeah. So. That was not fun. (sighs) And I can pick cards down the road too. Um, But I do think, I think there's a king of wands out there or like a king of something. Okay. Alrighty. Yay. Yay. We made Just it through. Thinking. We this, made it. If, you, know, in, you are so amazing. And thank you so much for doing this for me because I've just been dying to know what all of this means. And you have explained it so well. I've just got so many notes and got to go back over all of this and put all of this down on a calendar and do the work. Well, I mean, if you ever want to do a podcast, I know I'm always like, let's do a podcast. But if you want to be like accountability sisters, yeah, um, we can just do check-ins. Um, let's do it. So, and I know that that'll be more kicked up with that August uh, lunar return in the third house. Okay. Well, I'm all in. Yay! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Well, happy birthday. Thank you. It was so awesome. And thanks for explaining this so well, truly. Great. A great evening. Get some rest. You too. Let these 12 months show you what you got girl all right i'm ready to go (laughs) it's time (laughs) 
Bye. Bye.